Okay, hello, welcome to the Mental Health Bar. Uh, as, as per the norm, I've turned it to the wrong camera there. As per the norm, uh, I'm Chris PG and I'm here with Phil Ayrson, uh, confidence and stress expert slash coach. We weren't, we were still a bit, uh, we don't want to go to overblow it, do we? But we're going with confidence and stress coach. Um, and it's going to be a fantastic talk. Um, Phil, up until the pandemic, was a psychotherapist. Am I right there? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then you've pivoted to be a confidence and stress coach eight months ago, you said? Yes, seven, eight months ago, yes. I'm still not comfortable with the word expert, but I'm going to roll with it. Let's go. Confidence. Yeah, confident. yeah, that's it. That's it. What's more confident than calling yourself an expert? What's more confident? Than I do not call <laughs> myself a streamer. I, I went full time streamer uh, two uh -huh. Fridays ago, and uh, after saying I was going to step back from stand up comedy, and I do not, I, I refer to myself as a full time streamer more um, and more and more right. often, just to get it in there, you know. Well, like when 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 I started um, coaching, I it took me ages to to call myself a coach, and it wasn't until. Oh man, I'm going to say coach so much here. But it wasn't okay. until my coach told was asking me, Do you, are you a coach? And I was like, well, no, not yet. And he said, well, are you coaching people? And I said, yes. And then he said, well, start calling yourself a coach because you've got a coach. That's what it does. Yeah. Same thing. It's the same thing isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of our people has just said, I, I'm an expert in being stressed. So that's, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So thank you everyone for joining us uh, this evening. Um, Phil has been uh, recommended and you were recommended by Andrea, our mm -hmm. uh, dominant mindset coach who we had uh, on our very first show. Um, that's how we know each other. And it turned out that we may in fact be the same person. Um, yes, two, yes. Two different divergent timelines. So it's it's nice to have a similar person other yeah on thanks the, very much man sure. I, I feel like you're 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 maybe the the kind of um the 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 good version of me with 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 your luscious hair i don't know the hairy ones <laughs> are always the bad guys you always think it's the you always think it's you think about it jason statham he's always the good guy the rock mm. the good guy bruce willis hans gruber bruce willis a good guy. guy no but he's a good guy when he's got less but still some hair I, I, I'm, I'm Lex Luthor. Um, um, the guy from Thunderbirds. The guy from Thunderbirds. That is. Yeah. That is. <laughs> thick, thick eyebrows, bald hair. Thick eyebrows, bald hair. I, think, I, think I, I don't know why I'm trying to convince you I'm a terrible person. No, I don't, you see, I don't think you're going to be successful. I don't think you're going to be successful. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, well, we're here to talk about obviously confidence and stress and mm -hmm. anxiety as well. We're going to be talking about all yeah. of that. Um, yeah. Something I'm very familiar with. We were talking this. We've had a little discussion beforehand, just to warm mm -hmm. warm us up and get to know each other. Uh, anxiety and confidence are, are something that I struggle with, even though I sure. was a stand up comedian. And I've taught people how to be confident as well as part mm. of a mentor program when I was teaching stand up comedians. So uh, uh, and fresh new stand up comedians. So I'm very. I'm looking for. I'm going to be taking tips out of this as well, Phil. Um, cool. But, <laughs> but why don't you tell everyone what you were doing and how you've got into being a confidence and stress coach? How did you come to that? Where were you before? What's that? Yeah, of What's course. So, so I always kind of have defined confidence as, so I, I think a lot of times people think it's, it's someone who can get up on stage and do stand-up comedy and it's someone who can 
um, talk to a large group of people and it's someone who can be loud and, and kind of put themselves out there. And that's not really what confidence is. Confidence is more an acceptance of self. And so you can be the loudest person in the room, but still be not very confident. And by the same, by the same token, you could teach people confidence and not be particularly confident because it's about acceptance of self. So I was, I was kind of telling you beforehand, I, I had loads of issues with, with exactly that, accepting myself. And there was always this sense of wrongness. So I, I, you know, I got a job when I was 16 that I hated and it just wasn't right. Um, but I kind of stayed in it forever. And um, when I was going through my teenage years, just something always just felt wrong. And what it was, was that I never truly kind of accepted who I was in relation to the rest of the world. Um, and it wasn't until my first son came along, I, I really kind of thought, right, my, you know, I was reflecting on my role as a dad and I just kind of thought that there's got to be a way to connect with who I, who I really am because, because yeah. just, just everything across life was just wrong. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I studied to be a, a therapist and then a, a psychotherapist. And then that was great. And, and, and it was closer, but it wasn't quite there. And, and I always said that, that therapy and, and that kind of work was like, like rescuing an old boat off the bottom of the sea and patching it up. And it was great, but I've now got a harbor full of working boats, not going anywhere. And coaching was just like being able to, to, to set a destination, plot a journey, go on a journey with people and stuff like that. And, and, and that was just really exciting. You know, it's something I kind of explored during lockdown and that, that just really kind of just, just connected that last piece for me. And, and I just felt connected to it and yeah. And, and so then, then I felt confident is the long, is the long way to say that. I felt confident. You see now there's, yeah. there's someone's asked two questions in the chat that are almost, they're quite similar and, and relevant to the point you made. Someone's asked, mm-hmm. how are you defining confidence? What would you say is, is the definition? So, yeah, so it, it, it's, I define it as the acceptance of self and, and, and what I look for when I'm working with people to, to like always the first thing that I try to do is work with people to really understand their why. And what I mean by that is it's kind of usually seven to 10 layers deep and, and, and you keep asking someone, you know, why are you doing this? And then they've normally got a, a stock answer. So I like to help people. But then, you know, why do you feel it's important to help people? And you just kind of keep going into that. Anyway, mm-hmm. you get there eventually. And you can align your life to that because you know who you are, you know why you're doing what you're doing. And everything else can kind of, if you can get the rest of your life aligned to, to you as a person, yeah. That's where kind of self-acceptance comes from. I feel like I've explained that in a really crappy way. But like, it's, I, I lived a lot of my life not being aligned to my why because I didn't know why I did anything, you know? There was just uh, incredible uh, lack of purpose, I yes. think is good. Yeah. So finding out your real purpose and, and what really drives you and, and, and connecting with that, I think that is confidence. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. See, I, I, I can really relate to that because, um, and someone else is talking, um, Joe's asked a question about confidence and actually, Joe, we're going to cover that in a minute. So I'll, I'll cover it in our, our, our mm-hmm. chat, but so I'm not, I'm not ignoring that, but uh, Joe, but um, 
I am people would think that I was quite a confident person uh I but I am constantly racked with self-esteem issues I've, I have I'm, I'm actually I have to be honest I'm getting a lot better over lockdown mm-hmm. it's really helped but um something I really 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 struggle with is imposter syndrome so mm. telling people like we said saying you're a coach saying you're a stand like a stand-up comedian before I even struggle so mm-hmm. I had to rewrite my bio this last week and when I finally I, I wrote in things that I'd done that were like successes yes but I hadn't forgotten I did them because as far mm-hmm. as I was concerned they weren't relevant so what yeah. would you say about people suffering with imposter syndrome when, when how would you find your why in order to overcome that very yeah so 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 on, on one of the things you said that is really really good I keep a, a daily diary where I just write three things that I have done, well, a minimum of three that, that are, you know, really productive and really good. And before I talk to anyone and before I kind of go onto any kind of business venture, I just kind of revisit so I can see all of the good productive things that I do in that day. Cause chances are I, it doesn't stay in the mind. I go back and I look, I think, Oh my God, I haven't done anything. And I'm really, I've got, you know, I have to do shit ton of stuff, but I, 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 it's so easy to focus on the negative. So I just, you can get these really cheap journals on Amazon where it's just, you, you put three things in, at the, um, uh, gratitude journals, I think they're called. You can just put three things in that have gone really well that day. Yeah. And, and I just reflect on those. Um, and that's how I kind of keep myself grounded with, with, not feeling like an imposter and because I've got this big book full of evidence that I'm really good at what I do and 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 who I am yeah so that's a that's a really good so that's a really good technique just yeah keeping a record of something mm. I I have a similar thing I, I stopped doing it actually because I uh because I uh, because I'm bipolar and mm. it, it like tries to stop you from doing useful things that help you so I yes. need to get back to doing it but for about six months up until about June, January, I was keeping mm. one where every day I'd write down a to-do list because I've got bad memory, and then I'd write, mm. "I am a good person today because," and then yes. a list of oh. things. Um, mm. is, is, that's what you're talking about, isn't it? So just something yeah, wonderful. Like that. And then, yeah, did, did you find you were doing stuff just to fill the diary? So I was like, "I will do something so I can put it in the diary." Yes, yes, at, at certain points, which was sometimes good sometimes it was a bit of a time waster um yeah so so it's it's i i now only use the journal to write down the the good things uh, and and things i'm grateful for and less i don't really document my day so much no because that 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 started turning into a negative when when maybe things weren't happening i'd be i'd I'd journal that and, and it was no fun See, this is this is crazy. This is because that's actually the reason I stopped doing it. Is because mm. when I started it, I was right. It was a technique that I got from a YouTube channel called Struthless, and right. uh, it was just the good thing. What gave me energy today, and what took my energy away, and the what mm. took my energy away started to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and yeah. I turn the page and I'd be like, right, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to write that. I don't want to revisit. Yeah. Well, my, my, my kind of brain started taking me into doing, right, I've got nothing to fill in here. I'm just going to do little doodles. 
And then when I would reflect on it, I'd be like, oh my God, I wasted all that time drawing a stupid picture of myself as a, as a superhero or something, you know, something really dumb. But that's creative. Then, well, it is creative, but it's also a tremendous waste of time. <laughs> um, so yeah, now and I'm really strict with it and I, I work um, really well with routine. Yeah. Um, so, so I just kind of keep that going, yeah. So that's a great routine's a big thing. We've we've talked about it in here before a lot. Routine's mm. a big thing. So someone's just asked mm. us to clarify imposter syndrome. Do you have a very specific um clarification for imposter syndrome rather than me just Um Well it it's it's when you feel like you are in a role by not not by merit. Um is how I'd kind of describe it. Um I've got a literal example of this is when I worked in the bank, I went for a job interview and I had applied for so many jobs. Me and my um, my partner at the time were moving down to Oxford and I went for a job interview with the bank and I'd applied for, like I said, loads, loads of jobs. And I turned up to this one job and I hadn't realized I'd applied for it. And it was quite a high position in investments. And I've yeah. never worked in investments before. Um, and it was in a, as an investment manager and, I went to the wrong interview first at the wrong place, Turn, turned up at this new place and, and the interviewer who was normally grills people had gone out for lunch. So I got, the, I got these very lovely older people right. and they, um, they sat me down and, and I was just bricking it because I knew nothing about this kind of work. And they said, right, well, this is what the job entails. This is what the company does. This is all of that. And then they said, so do you know anything about the company or what the job entails? So I just kind of rephrased everything back at them. I'm like, excellent, you've got the job. You can uh, manage this small team of investment people. Oh, crap. Because I was just looking for any kind of job. And um, I just ended up ma- managing these, these like 60, 70-year-old really seasoned investment people and i just had you know massive imposter syndrome but like deserved yeah um but but yes sorry i, I don't know why i went off on that run no but no yeah that's, it, it, that's a good example but so you weren't qualified for the job and no. it may, and it, but it made you feel like you weren't but imposter syndrome is where you are qualified for the job absolutely but you feel like that correct um yeah it's yeah, that's that's what I've always I've always got massive imposter syndrome. So like, mm. for example, I didn't I was in when I was a stand up when I was doing stand up comedy, I was in GQ mm. as one of their top one hundred jokes of the year, and oh. I never told anyone. <laughs> I just I told like I told everyone like when it happened, and then I just never yeah. it never went on my CV or anything. So well, congratulations now. No, no, I'm, ver- I'm very proud. It's the problem. This is like congratulating someone for like years ago. But what I'm saying is. It was like, yeah, I, know I didn't feel like, and I then I tried to find the reason why I would have got it. And my friends with the person who wrote the article, did, yeah. did a lot of people die that year? You know, mm. just a, a selection. Thing. So that's same thing, just where. Yeah. So I, I had, I had a similar thing. Well, kind of when I started my business, I, I did, I, I've done very well. And I, was in a constant state of thinking, oh my God, I've done, I'm done terrible. Why am I a coach? Why did I do this? This is just, even though all the evidence suggested otherwise. And I I worked with a coach at the time and she really got me to acknowledge and really celebrate every small victory. Yeah. And 
uh, and like really working on that was huge because because especially where I'm from above up in the northeast you you just you just get on with it yeah you know it, it's always what if you've done something good right what's the next thing you're gonna do never enough. Uh, don't yeah exactly you don't tell anyone you just keep going and going and going and going and going yeah so really kind of taking it and, and again it comes back to the little journal yeah celebrating those small victories is so important and congratulations i'm not saying like you know become incredibly arrogant and 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 that kind of thing but just acknowledge to yourself when you've done something really well yeah like exactly. get a, like get, like get a joke published i can't joke published but i see i think that arrogance is one of the things that we're taught as a bad thing and mm-hmm. it can be very destructive to think of our all arrogance is negative so I mm. think that there's a very fine line between confident and arrogant, but I also think that arrogant is not necessarily a bad thing all the time. It gets us paid, it, you know. So, True. Yeah. So what what's your, what are your thoughts on that? So so what I would say to that is is, is going back to the, how I define confidence as acceptance of self, and, and not not as the 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 version of confidence that can. Um, be portrayed as just being loud and boisterous and and, and things like that I yeah. like i think you can be that and not confident yeah, yeah whereas i think you can be i think a monk could be confident you know and say nothing yeah um so so i, I do completely know what you mean but in terms of arrogance yeah i think i think a little bit of arrogance can 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 really kind of go far and it, it's it's when it's like with anything it can be it can be good and it can be bad yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but yeah, if, if you, yeah, but if you know how to use it, if you can portray that, see, I, I want to use the word confidence because I don't know a better term for it. But then you can portray that out of arrogance, that out of confidence, and um, 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 you know, you can make people feel assured. You can make people believe in you. You can make people believe in an idea that maybe yes. without that, it's it's not kind of going to go anywhere. Well, but so how big would you say so we've got this diary this is my thoughts on, on, on it um and someone's asked a similar question you've got the mm-hmm. diary now i know mm-hmm. my personal answer to this what kind of things are you putting in there how small are we talking how big are we talking is making the bed getting out of bed are those things or is it really just are we talking i've achieved this work big work thing for the day what, what would you say no no so it, it doesn't have to be massive things obviously put the massive things in there but it, it's it's what you feel is is an accomplishment and that, that that's really personal if you struggle to get out of bed every single day and you get out of bed and make the bed absolutely put that down there because yeah. when you reflect on that you're gonna you're gonna think yeah i've done that or you know if or if there's been a job you've been putting off for ages i looked over there because my kitchen's a bit you know um so <laughs> so, so, like, so tidying that up is is like a right okay it it, it actually looks fine um but but <laughs> Uh, it, you know, it, it, it's completely personal to yourself, but it, you, the, the danger is judging your accomplishments by other people's standards. So, you know, yes. if getting out of bed was a massive thing for you and you think, oh, you know, maybe for this guy, other guy, it's, it's not, I'm not going to put it in, then, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And, mm. that you know, it, it's something that builds and builds and builds and builds. And it's so personal. It's, it's really important to just keep it, for you for you yeah and, and it's not something you want to be showing other people i mean you can if you want but but it's you know probably no, boring it's, 
it's it's like a, it's like your own thoughts. You don't want to be you want they're for it's completely for you. So I I think that's it. it's a great technique that I I personally I, I need to get back to it. I I have it by the side of my bed. And I need to get back to mm-hmm. it. Someone uh, uh, Ben at uh, one of our listeners watchers has just said I think arrogance is when you make others feel smaller. Confidence makes others feel good too. Oh, chef's kiss. There you yeah. go. That's a yeah. Nice yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Just just kind of for everyone listening or watching, um, I've got twin babies so i'm running on on like minus sleep so sometimes i will i will struggle to eloquently put things so if you guys can just pick up the slack for me that'd be great <laughs> that's what the chat's there for that's we, yeah, yeah essentially this is a group of people talking about things so <laughs> what what would you say you're you're here as a confidence and stress coach yeah phil what would you say your process is you've got someone let's say me this isn't so that i can mm-hmm. get a free session yeah, yeah sure. um, <laughs> this is um i i have massive self-esteem problems How, what what would you start me off with okay so i would are you sure you want to go through the, on this route i am um, well, I like, this i've opened up to the point of this group of been oh, okay. to be one okay. big raw nerve so i would kind of delve into into when the confidence issues first started when you first think about when did you first start feeling like that I can tell you, I know it's yeah 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 I'm yeah, genuinely I, can, I, I mean if you want to do that I I know that it was the so um my mum was very determined to make us good like make us perfect so she'd make me take IQ tests daily and mm-hmm. when I was 10 11 like around then and also she took us to the dietitian because she thought we were overweight at the age of between mm. nine and 12 as well so those two things constantly and we were being bullied at school it was all reinforcing this aspect that and no matter what the score was we it would we needed to get a better score the next day so okay okay so it, it, when you say good do you mean um kind of academically rather than morally or anything like that yeah we were a very christian household so yes uh, i'm not a religious person but we were brought up catholic and um <laughs> i think being brought up catholic is actually like a it's a, a an inoculation against religion it makes yeah. you go yeah it's not it's yeah. not for me yeah. Yeah. i've yeah. seen yeah. the bad side um so we yeah. brought up catholic so obviously the moral mm. side i think my mum very much used religion to deal with she was like turn the other cheek be nice to mm. people she, and i want to i don't want to do her a disservice my mum I, I me and my mum are best friends she is a great person and we've i've had this discussion on here before people who love you can hurt you by loving you as much as a person who oh. wants to hurt you because yeah. they're just trying to do the best thing but what they think is the best thing so that's that i know that to be where that started so from there okay okay so and what, what messages do you think you picked up there that that are still going with you i mean I, i'm obviously i'm hearing that that there was a message of whatever you're doing isn't good enough whatever you know what whatever you are achieving why are you not achieving more yes that's that's a big thing that's a big thing it's always going to be that no matter what i what i do i know this is whatever not that i know this i know that that's my driving point is that whatever Mm. i do and succeed at it's never going to be enough so it's never going to be so i could this could go completely we could have this interview Mm -hmm. i could put this as a podcast it could get Mm. 10 million views and I'd be like, cool, but the next one won't. And you know, that's, okay. it, I, that's not a celebration because I'm always worried. Like we were talking about earlier, you're not mm-hmm. celebrating that, you're worried about the next thing. But, okay. 
So okay, yes, and, and how's right. that? And how's that showed up in your life up until this point? God, we we don't have long enough, mate. That's that's <laughs> a very big question. <laughs> we don't have long enough for okay. that. Um, well, this, this, this would be the process and and and, and yeah. seeing how how that message and, and normally there, there'd be quite a few messages in there but but for example that one yeah. and it would be seeing how that's kind of shown up and then it would be kind of reflecting back to you and 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 almost doing something called reality testing where you know is what you're achieving actually enough and i know that you're kind of getting there and thinking it's not enough yeah. but could you recognize in someone else just for example like getting a joke published is you know a really good achievement big thing yeah, yeah. of course it is yeah, yeah, yeah. for anyone <laughs> for anyone yeah yeah let alone someone whose job it is <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but 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 it would just be about going through that and just constantly reality testing until the message was kind of received that that I tell you what, what, what's a really good thing is, is that, and I say this all the time, so anyone who's listened to me for more than five seconds will be sick of this. My coach always said this thing to me and it just changed my life forever, that, that happiness is a place for us to come from and not get to, okay? Yes. So, so if we are constantly looking to try and, and, and reach a target and to get to this thing and, and, and find that we're not good enough, it's going to just keep going and keep going and keep going because there's never an end to it. No. What 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 the the key is to, is to look at what we've got around us and find the happiness and the joy in the every day of it all in the in the, now in the current moment and in what we have and and you know doing doing the podcast and having the chat and things like that and, and the goodness that's there yeah. and and really connecting to the happiness in front of us right now and then when we look to grow, when we look to add things to it, then it could just get better and better and better and better. But if we are thinking, I am not happy unless this happens, and then we get to this happens, and we're like, actually, what I really wanted was this to happen. I want two jokes published. I want all 100 jokes to be my jokes. You know, where, where does it end? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, now I'm that's setting your goals, Chris. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the that's the difference between confidence and arrogance, right? Now. Oh, yeah, maybe all, all a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I brought that up now. As if it was just the, only, <laughs> the most recent example. But yeah, no, I, 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 can't, I can't get anything out of some head, unfortunately. I'm sorry, mate. Um, but you're but, saying that you should enjoy everything right now rather than trying to enjoy it. It like you come moving forward. You're enjoying it. So not not yes, but no, but almost not rather than, but but just as as a base as a base you know that really changed for me when i started i always i like we moved house and i thought oh i don't like the area i don't like my job i don't like oh, i want i want better this better that better that better but once I, I i really started to make what i have work for me in the now and mm. not didn't live so much in the future of, of, of what could happen what i wanted to happen then stuff just started coming to me you know it's i started just just being happier every day yeah. and, and that was massive and and now if I go for something and it doesn't quite work out I can learn a lesson from it but I still return to my happy base and, and, a, and a place of happiness and that's just so important that if we if we are constantly thinking about 
what what we want and constantly living in the future would we'll, we'll miss everything in the present and that's the whole point of everything right and it's so see for me that would be like you know like the peter pan thing find your happy thought and you can fly you've always got that place to go back to mm-hmm. everything around you a bit good so i, I i've got to I, there's um there's other people in the chat that have asked some questions about it but one of them was uh that let me go back up to the top so i get it worded right um was someone said that they feel that when good things happen so when they're trying to find their happiness um they have this sense of dread that something bad is immediately going to happen after it and a lot of the time it has happened after it so what would you suggest to people like that yes of course so i used to um i worked when i worked in therapy um, I worked with someone who was incredibly um, agoraphobic. Yeah. So she she thought as soon as she left the house, and this is going to be obviously an extreme version of, of that. Yes. Well, she thought any time she was going to leave in the house, she was going to be attacked. Now, she'd never been attacked. She'd never been witness to attack. She never knew anyone who'd been witness to attack. But she was convinced if she left the house, some horrible attack or a car or, or there was going to be some horrific event happen to her. And when I worked with her, it was just about kind of get, bringing her into the present moment and, and not because anything we kind of worry about or anything we think is going to happen is, is literally just a story we're telling ourselves. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's you know, the equivalent of thinking a, a dragon's going to swoop down and, and burn my house. You know, it's, it's really not likely to happen but if i ruminate and think about it all the time i'm going to be petrified of leaving the house i'm going to be petrified of stepping out there because i've convinced myself this is going to happen and it's just about about trying to stay in the present moment and and if you if you kind of as soon as you start thinking about what's coming next you're going to lose kind of sight of what's happening right now right um, that makes sense it does make sense yeah yeah absolutely I know, yeah, I, 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 i'm gonna have to keep checking that because I'm, I'm, I'm i'm like i said i'm <laughs> running on low on low right on a few so yeah that'll twins will do that to you buddy that that's mm. you know um it's so there's people the people are talking about it about reframing techniques like that like the ones you suggest um mm. being when if you're an analytical person they can be they can fall apart under scrutiny or rather they can be harder to accept under analytical scrutiny so mm. Is there is there a better way to explain it to someone who's a little bit more analytical? Because we do have a lot of people who are, for example, neurodiverse, who are mm. audience members, and people who are neurodiverse tend to need something less emotional based and more fact based. Is there? I, I understand that it is fact based, but you know what I mean. It's just is there more an analytical way to come at it? That would you think with your within your experience? I mean, I, I hold on, let me have a think. <laughs> so I, I think that that that, especially analytically, being in the, understanding that the present moment is the only form of reality. Right. And that's a good. Yeah, that's a nice way to frame. Yeah. It. Yeah. So yeah. so so the both the past and the future are are completely invented inside our heads, and you can go into, mm-hmm. you know, how likely something is and how likely something not is. But it's it's all a gamble at the end. Of it. It's all just made up. Yeah right now you know my reality is us doing this podcast i'm not thinking about 
what kind of sleep I'm going to have because it's pointless because I'm just making it up what kind of sleep I'm going to have yeah. and often when we when we kind of get into that kind of thought it can become quite self-fulfilling because we subconsciously kind of nudge reality towards that because it's yeah. it helps us feel comfortable with it but but right now is the only version of reality that matters that, that that's kind of the most analytical way I can no no that's a that. great way of putting it I I in my in my head I um I always struggle because I'm always worried about something that perhaps happened mm-hmm. in the past but doesn't i yeah. think um the, the the quote that i've got that i really love is from mm-hmm. brene brown and mm-hmm. um classic great great speaker uh yeah. and i know that you some of your techniques i recognize as simon sinek who we talked about mm-hmm. before um but brene brown and she said it was the same podcast her and simon were talking and she said shields are only good until they become walls you can't climb over and i was like that's what that is that anxiety is a shield that you've developed over years mm-hmm. of maybe past experiences maybe trauma mm. maybe just building it like you say in your mind you're building the worry and yes. then when they when you when they're so heavy that you can't carry them anymore that they just prevent you from going anywhere it's hard to let them go but yeah of course but i mean when whenever whenever i do um confidence or belief work when you dive down to the the inner workings of a person you, it always gets to a place where these systems are formed out of a need for survival or a need of protection or a need of something that we like that, that we develop when we're in, in our teenage years that mm. we just carry with us. And like you say, they get, they get bigger and stronger and stronger and stronger. But as we're older, we, we don't really need to protect ourselves in the same way from the same kind of things. Yes. Um, so it's about getting down there and finding out what we're, kind of trying to survive what we're protecting ourselves from yeah and, and 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 giving that up a little bit and replacing it with something a little bit healthier so in my example for example so mm-hmm. if if i didn't do well i know that my mum would give me a, a smack and that was the that was the the negative thing and she'd be very yes. disappointed in me and angry at me yes um, and i know that over the years that obviously i right now i'm not scared of my mum giving me a smack but it's still mm-hmm. that that deep down in the soul yeah. feeling is still there what would how would you work that splinter out so what we would do say we're not expecting to fit weeks of therapy and stuff into their coaching yeah what what would you suggest so we don't have time for the for the full thing obviously but but what i would i would look at a particular thing that that's affecting in your life and i'd start with the result that you're getting and then you kind of delve down into yeah, I'm going to really kind of go through it. It's so, fine, yeah. Um, so from the result, I would look at the actions and the mindset that are causing that result. Yeah. And then below that, um, there's views, opinions, and beliefs. And then it goes down, it keeps going down layers and layers and layers. And each one causes the next one to happen. And eventually we get to the layer that is 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 survival, that is self-protection and, and what have you. And you can see all the way up how that need for survival has been informing every single thing and gets you the result that you're getting at the moment. So, so the, the, I can't remember who said it, I, I have to admit, but they say that the, the results that you're getting now, the systems in your life are perfect for getting the results that you're getting. So what you need to do is look at changing the system um, within that. Yeah. So we would look at the result you want to get yeah, and we would do the exact same process 
but it would be right okay if i wanted that result and i always draw a circle that's why i'm doing this i'm not that's an insane right. man no, do it. i'm just visualizing it for myself it's a circle and then a pyramid if anyone wants to know I get my watch um, um, will count all of this as steps because of how much I'll just gesticulate. So oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, w- I would look at the result you want to get instead of the one that you're, that you're getting that you don't want. And then I would work down the, the entire process yeah. and think, right, w- if I wanted that result, how would I have to show what would my action and mindsets have to be to get that result? What would this and this have to be to get the results? Views, opinions, beliefs to get that result. And then you, 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 paint out exactly who you'd need to be to get that result right. and then you step into it like that and okay, we get so we get rid of the other one it's a whole process it's, it's, it's ceremonial you you do it on paper you scrumple it up you get rid of it it's lovely it's very I, I said this um this morning or last night on one of the sh- on one of the other shows is that uh-huh. it, your brain doesn't know the difference between you saying it out loud and doing something mm-hmm. to it to the to it not being to it being real so if you say out loud i'm a good person you say it enough times your brain starts to believe it because it doesn't know the difference um so really? th- those ceremonial things are very all, all ritual is very useful uh, yeah. i think so um yeah massively it's why routine works for bipolar people because it yeah it, your brain you your brain does not want that routine it, routine helps get rid of my well not get rid of it but you know helps combat it yeah. um but it routine also is it lying to your brain that you are in control that's mm. that that's what it is and lying to your brain that's a very interesting like that's a concept that's not you know that's a, yeah that, yeah i get you you know what i mean we're pushing I mean. ourselves yeah, yeah. through and like you said forcing yourself into a, a a situation where you're happy in the now rather than thinking about the future or the past that's right yeah um, so someone made a good point a second ago, and I just want to scroll. I have to scroll back up when I talk, um, mm-hmm. which makes for an interesting podcast because you can yeah. see me, they can see me, but the podcast yeah. people are, are, are going to hear this and go, mm. uh, yeah. "What's happening right now?" Um, so, oh, well, for podcast people, we're shirtless. We're shirtless. <laughs> yeah, there's um, whipping going on. Um, yeah, so yeah. My So someone says my routines are made in a sweatshop. Someone that's their name. My routines are always in threes and fives. Cause my because my lucky number is four, and if I do it four and it goes wrong, then their lucky number is wrong. So that's a, that's a like a dangerous routine. That's where so that seems like um, an OCD symptom. Or? Yes, yeah, that that's certainly leaning more towards that. Um, yeah. I know I know people who will remain nameless who um who are who are incredibly governed by routine and if and if something kind of slightly goes out of that routine that it's just like a volcano going off yes and i i have been working with that person to kind of to explore what life is like to let go of those reins a little bit and with ocd i completely understand that that is not is not the way to go but if if it's more of a an OCD tendency, then, then yeah, the, there's work that can be done there, but but yeah, that, that must be tough. Yeah, that must be tough, and and I think you should always get checked when you see it's. It, it depends where you live, but obviously in England we have healthcare that you can obviously go and access quite yes. easily, but at least openly and cheaply, and yeah. um, it depends on where you live. But if you do have a tendency like that, I would say always get checked. Just For, yeah, it's first and foremost, yeah, yeah, even always, if you, even if you just. Profession. Yeah, even if even if it's just a thought in your mind, just just go and get 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 checked out. You know, yeah. don't don't just wait for ages. 
because it gets worse it doesn't like yeah. we were talking about with bipolar anything chronic it, it just gets bipolar ocd they don't get better they get worse so do get checked out if you've got things like that um uh what's the other thing so someone, someone was talking about processes fail not people which is true so yes mm -hmm. um that was what i was going to ask you uh when you are what, uh, more your thoughts on it when you are developing the new person do you leave everything and i'm talking about the new person in the terms of mm -hmm. dealing with the happiness now i understand do you leave everything behind or are you, are you stripping them bare or are you keeping a bit and losing what are you doing to well, that that that's really up to the individual i'm i it's not like a brainwashing thing where you create a completely new person <laughs> if you know what i mean yes i i, I know that that's an extreme metaphor probably but but i don't want to it's it's about taking out of the unhelpful stuff and some of the stuff that you think might be helpful might 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 not actually be so you explore everything but it's about it's about thinking about where you, where you want to be and who you want to be and stepping into that you know and it's it's not a case of um you know like like i as I'm sure you can relate, um, I've used humor as a defense mechanism since oh, I was yeah. young. Yeah, obviously, and <laughs> it's, the, it's the best. <laughs> and it probably hasn't been always helpful to me. You know, I've 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 been punched in the head more than I'd like. For, but 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 it's when I when I did work on myself, that's never something I've looked to address. You know, because because uh, I also like being that person so yeah. so so it's not about it's not about getting rid of everything it's about finding what works for you to 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 give you the kind of life that you're looking for yeah um and and, and like i said also it's it's and I'll, i will keep coming back to this it's about acceptance of self yeah and that isn't that is not acceptance of the good parts and trying to get rid of the bad confidence starts with complete acceptance of self the shitty bits and the great bits the the boring bits the interesting bits the whole lot laying it all out on the table and just being like right this is me this is what i want to do Let, let's let's head over that way see that's a, that's a great way of putting it that's a you've got to accept all of it i think the bad stuff defines yeah. i always think that the dark stuff defines the light stuff and vice versa you know you can't have oh, yeah. shadows without a, a candle someone's oh, made exactly. it okay someone's made a question and we so we talked about confidence a lot um mm -hmm. stress uh mm. so they say so it was it's actually our mod claire she said that she is great at dealing with massive crisis so if something mm -hmm. big happens she can take charge in yep. control doesn't yep. lose her head knows what to do but okay. the small day-to-day -day stuff it falls apart there's a couple of people that have said made the same point in there what would you say to people like that those small things the small day-to-day -day family stresses the cleaning things like that i don't think it's the cleaning from but that's it those specific quite kind of things yeah. why can she deal with the big things and yes. not the little things okay so when it comes to the little things like 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 you're describing there mm. we can often hold ourselves to to a certain standard and that if these if these little things are not accomplished in our day, we are we are failures, and it's just it's a we'll beat ourselves up because it's a little thing. Why can't you do the little thing? Now, what what you know, if you actually look at it, it's probably ten to twenty little things that we're actually looking at. Yeah. And and when you look at it like that, it's, it's a lot of things. 
Um, but but what I do is I make a, what I did, what I did. Sorry, I made a, an essential list. So what I've done for work and what I've got for my family is I've got an essential list of of the bare minimum things that I have to do every single day. Right. And if I hit if I do this bare minimum list, I know that I have grown as a person. My, my business has grown. I have done the necessary things. And I don't mean like a little to-do list. I mean the proper, proper key things. So for me, the, the, the I'd say pick five things. So my five things that I need to do every day, spend time with my son, make sure I spend time with my twins, um, eat breakfast as a family, get exercise in, and normally eat a healthy meal or something like that, for an example. If I do those five things, then everything else in the day is not really massive, you know? Right, right. If, if that makes sense. And for I've got another one for business as well, but but I because I used to always beat myself up over all the little things as well, but there was just so many of them. But when I when I really narrowed the focus down to just getting five done or or less then I can, it's just more cope withable. So that's, that's very much coming back to the routine thing. You've got five things mm. that you, you can build a skeletal framework around. Well, that's, that's it. And I, and, I, and I approach it with, right. If I, if I had the absolute worst day, I, I'm ill and I, and I, you know, I'm, I don't know, I've lost a loved one. I'm ill or I'm hungover or something yeah. like that. And I can I can still confidently show up and do my bare minimum, and I know yeah. that I've, that day has been has been a good day. Yeah, that's a great uh, way. So you've done those five things, and that's a good day. So from yeah. every everything beyond that is a great day. You know? Exactly. That's a, exactly. That's a, that's a great way of putting it. Someone someone's um, asked uh, entropy. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ um, has asked, um, how do you fit in? Exercise when working from home plus spending time with kids. If you're <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I struggle massively with someone this. with eight month old twins. This is going to be a good question for you. <laughs> so I I was someone who would go to the gym most days as well. Yep. So so that hit me hard when that wasn't around. Um, when I've got the twins, I make sure I go for a walk every day. Yeah, and I probably walk. 10 to 20,000 steps um but on uh, doing that i i've adjusted my diet because obviously i don't need to eat all the things i used to when i was doing all the gym stuff um and i i i, I catch up on my podcasts and i catch up on my audiobooks and i do a little bit of work while i'm doing my walk and sometimes i'll just like i'll do that for a little bit of the walk and then the rest i'm just enjoying yeah getting out there and 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 that 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 has to be my exercise i've got i've got other things you know i've got i've got um various exercise equipment in the garden but i don't get to use it because i've got three kids and it's absolutely bananas but just get out with the kids and try and i try and play a little bit of football with my son i just try and incorporate the kids into the exercise it's the only way and it's not nowhere near as much fun as you know lifting barrels and and doing all that kind of fun stuff but it's um you you have to adapt. You have to find a way to adapt, and 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 including the kids in it has has been wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I did because I had to. So I was a runner um, yeah. before, and then I've just I've had a really bad back for a couple of months. But I've mm-hmm. been doing. Um, a bit, I walk with my kids, 
So we're mm. just, if we're going to do a walk, we're walking yeah. together, you know, an hour, hour and a half, just trying to get out there. It's not every day mm. because it can't be. They just can't. They just will not do that. But you incorporate them is, is a good. And, and also that does two of the five. You're spending time with your kids and you're doing your exercise. And you see. That, that's a, you're already building that skeleton. You're building that framework. So th- yeah. so that's I love the idea that I because it, it seems like to me that seems so obvious now you've mm. said it that you should mm. have this thing where you have your five things and if you've done that it's a good day yeah. and then beyond that it's and I, see for me I would have put as my five things I would have put like um, build a website make dinner for everyone yeah uh, and, and it, it would have been all very complicated and you know mm-hmm. at the top rather than eating a meal with everyone which is very different to making a full meal yes. it, 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 one is one is a complicated one it's not so much so and then i would have beat myself up if for example our dinner had been fish and chips which it, it very very rarely is but if it had yeah. i would have said oh i couldn't i hadn't done it so I, then it falls mm-hmm. apart whereas your way of breaking it down to the very like easiest way to do it i'd say yeah right. yeah absolutely it's 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 that and it's it's what really matters you know and, and spending time with my family is, is huge and and breakfast is one of the few times we can all be together when everything's not going absolutely berserk and exercise is important you know for my mental health but also for my physical health and and just making sure and i, I don't have to do huge walks or anything like that but 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 it's just doing enough to to kind of feel like i've got my body moving i suppose yeah 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 just, yeah. just, just get it doing it. and I, i'd say that uh, that kind of stuff is is part of the routine it really helps with mental health as well I, yes. I, me getting into running was a really big part of me starting to sort my life out to be fair. yeah um just and i got the one step at a time um so is there anything we haven't covered in your process that you would, I'm not rounding up here. I'm just asking if we, because I don't mm. know what your process is. Is there anything we haven't covered that you would suggest to people that don't, um, that haven't asked a specific question? Is there something that you would give as advice who are suffering with self-esteem issues that are suffering with stress that's breaking them down? Because they're two very different things, obviously. We're talking, mm, of course. Um, is there something we haven't covered here that you'd say? There, there, there's a lot, man. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. But um, yeah. I, I know that. I know there's going to be a lot because obviously you're a coach and you have yeah. massive courses. Okay, Let, I'll be a bit more specific. Yes, that's, that's a bit better. Um, if you could give someone, and you're meeting someone at a party, they're saying okay. they're suffering from anxiety, and yes. they, uh, it, it, we, it, it's just after the pandemic. They're saying okay. they're suffering from anxiety due to the fact that they've spent the last year indoors and now they struggle with social situations. Mm-hmm. What three things would you tell them to do in order to rebuild their confidence after a year of not being around people and now being in a social situation that they okay. find almost alien? Okay. So I kind of have to preface this with everything, and I know it, it, it's obvious, but, but obviously it's, that would be incredibly individualistic and depending on the person, but I'm going to yeah. generalize it a little bit. Generalize it a little bit, yeah. So, yeah. So, firstly, I would say that the first thing to do, uh, and I know we, we talked a little bit about this before, um, but the first thing to do is, is to make sure that you're getting into action. Um, so, if your fear lives in, in the little bit, in, in, in action, 
So if you give yourself time to think, if you give yourself time to overthink, I always use the analogy of if you, um, if you're up in an airplane going to do a skydive, the more time you sit, look out the door thinking, oh, you know, what, what, do I jump now? Are the clouds right? Is, is what could all the things happen compared to just getting there, jumping, doing it? You know, it's it, it, you're going to talk yourself out of it if you if you overthink things. So, yeah. so a lot of that's where a lot of anxiety can build up. So, I just think less. I suppose. Think less. Get, think less. Think less. There you go. Podcast over. See you later. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, I know you want to get to bed. That's the. That's the. Yeah, that's no, I'm just keeping you from uh, no, 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 no. So, so think less. Um, that's one. Let's, yes, you, let's three. not 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 the term think less. I'll I'll, I'll take that back. No, but it's a great certainly get into action is, is what I want to get say. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, so certainly getting into action, and kind of aligned with that is is to um, is is to not be afraid to do things messily. Right. So rather than waiting for the right moment to meet the right person to, for all the conditions to be right. Don't be afraid to 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 get a little bit messy in it. Um, so it's something I learned called um, messy versus right. Don't just don't wait for the perfect time because while you're waiting for the perfect time, someone's in there. Someone's learning from the experience. Someone's learning from the mistakes, growing into it, and they they are ready to do whatever it is you're waiting for the perfect chance to do. And so many of us just kind of wait and overthink and wait for the perfect moment i would you know i was always waiting for the perfect job to line up with me when i would work for the bank i was always like the perfect thing's going to come along i just know it and it's almost like quite a childish mindset of yeah yeah of thinking of thinking if you stand still life's just going to come at you and happen no you've got to you've got to get out there and explore and make terrible mistakes and apply for the circus and get rejected and <laughs> that actually happened <laughs> did you oh wow yeah. <laughs> we've got um, two sayings on our house around that one is uh perfection isn't the way it's in the way yeah. and yeah. um the other one is uh, uh you you never you never fail at anything you only learn to do something or yeah. learn how to do something so yeah yeah you, you don't you've either done the thing or you're learning how to do the thing so a hundred percent yeah yeah i think i've got that quote on my website um uh, is is that there's no such thing as failure, just an opportunity to learn. Oh, that's uh, it's, it's, it's the same kind of thing, um, and, and that's what I mean. That it, just getting into the action and 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 not being afraid to get messy with it, which is it's an unfortunate turn of phrase for for overcoming a, the fear of a pandemic. Um, yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. I'm, I no, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I like. I have so just here written. You can't see it, obviously, but just here mm. written. I have several things written up on my board, and one of them is perfectionism. Perfectionism isn't the way. Yeah, the way. yeah. I'm, and, I'm yeah. all about that. But that does mean like I kind of have to always kind of preface that with with that doesn't mean just do something stupid and do it really badly. You know, yeah. that doesn't mean just you know jump into a car and drive before you know how to how to and you know it's it's not that kind of thing but it's 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 about pursuing things relentlessly without giving it too much thought like that yeah well that's see that's it that's a that's a really good point i think that people often they wait for the opportunity rather than try try to mm. do the opportunity um someone 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 has asked now what because because you've said it 
what yeah. circus position did you apply for? All of them. I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I was walking through um, town after university one time and I thought, I'd love to go to the circus. I can be in the circus. Um, not appreciating the talent of, of circus folk. And I, um, I can tell you, I can't ride a unicycle. I can't juggle. Um, I can't tightrope walk. And what was the other one? I can't do anything basically. <laughs> anything do anything. that involves no balance or coordination um, is, is are not my strong points. Um, so, and I, I don't look like a clown kind of person. I look too rough, I think, to be a clown. <laughs> you do, I think that clowns have makeup, so that wouldn't have mattered as much. But not not enough makeup, mate. Not enough makeup. <laughs> not enough makeup. Not- um, I, I, I'm aware that you do have obviously twins and everything going on in the background, but uh, I and I do want um, I want to ask you a question that I think is one of those ones that comes into play here. A lot of people say "fake it until you make it," which I find I hate the term, but mm-hmm. like the sentiment. Yeah. So my I, I'm always, I'm gonna I ask every I'm gonna be asking everyone this question who comes on this. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts around the term "fake it till you make it"? I'm the same as you. I don't like the term for many reasons. I don't like something being forced into a catchy rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like anything that can be put on um, a kind of a kind of a, a cheap badge or something. Anyway, sure, not important. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I, I, I do like the sentiment. And, and a lot of what I, I like to work with people to do is to really imagine where they are wanting to get. And, and, and I mean, really in detail, I'm not saying like imagine being a king and then step in there, but, but like really kind of intricately imagine the, 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 the life that they want to achieve by the end of where we're going to get to and, and to step into that and start being that person. And, and it's almost the same kind of thing you know thinking about what who what kind of person shows up to get that result and just yeah. start being that person and it's obviously a lot more complicated than that but it's it's, it's in a sense fake it till you make it it's in a sense see someone said perf- practice it until you perfect it but we've just covered that a minute ago in that you can't just keep perfection um uh, mm. is, is is an enemy when it comes to things. Unless we're yes. talking brain surgery here. Yes. Definitely practice that. But mm. but in the first step to becoming a doctor is to learn how to become a doctor. So you need to go to med yes. school. You need to they you need to practice on stuff. But absolutely so 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 the there's two things in that yes, perfection, take that word out of that and, and put it in the bin. But yeah. practice is is so key and and there was a great thing i was listening to today um and it was you can read about how to play the guitar you can watch video tutorials on it you can listen to other people play it but unless you sit down and you practice and you practice and you practice you're never going to know how to play guitar you know all of the all of the thinking about it looking at it doing that kind of stuff it'll, it'll give you a certain knowledge but it's in the practice it's in the action it's in the doing over and over again that that will get you to where you want to be but that place cannot be perfectionism yeah that's it see that is a great that's a great way of putting it i think that you have to do don't don't watch do don't look at don't observe just keep doing it so 
Well, I think we'll wrap up there because obviously, Phil, it's been a great show. But where can people find you? Where can everyone come and see you and do your stuff? Um, so I, um, I've got my website, which is um, pmalifecoaching.com. PMA is my initials. Um, I don't know why. I, had to, I, I, I think I don't it's want people the, to think. The adverts, yeah, I, I, I know. I know. Um, so uh, pmalifecoaching.com. I am on Facebook as just my name, Phil Erson. I am on um, think, uh, LinkedIn, uh, also Phil Erson. Find me, add me. I'll talk to you. I'll be great. I'll be awake. You'll be awake. We'll have a and, time, yeah. And you offer coaching services, obviously. You're a professional oh, yeah. confidence <laughs> and stress coach. Not, it, it, <laughs> that bit. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I work as a confidence and stress coach. Um, I, I tackle many other areas, but that, that's kind of where my, my expertise is in um, really getting someone to really have full acceptance of themselves and, and and showing them what exactly what they can do and getting there. And it's the best. I love my job. I love the, the, the people I work with watching them succeed and, and going from people who are so full of self doubt and so stuck, you know, the amount of people that are just stuck in this place and, and, yeah. and kind of hitting the same wall over and over again um, watching them kind of fly is just, it's the best, the absolute best. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found when I went from, I was with, I started teaching comedy a few years ago and I went mm-hmm. from, I was very reticent to start doing it. And then when yeah. I started it, I just became so proud of my, the, my yeah. students. I was just like, oh, this is amazing. This isn't, yeah. this is, I'm just so happy to have been part of their lives, you know, and part yeah. of that journey and then watching them become better. Oh. I think, so one of my students said to me that he, like his goal was to support me mm. on tour and i said that's no, no my goal is to support you on tour i don't want to i don't want to be better than you i want you to be better than me i want to yeah i'm i'm you you know that's where the best thing so i'm I'm sure it's the same for you right that's it it is i've, I've almost got this this business model which is is destined to fail and that i want to get people exactly where they want to be as quick as possible and when I tell the coaches, I'm like, do you know, do you not want people to work with you long term and stuff like that? And I'm like, well, yes. From well, from I want to know people in, in a like in a relational sense, kind of going long term. But I want to be able to to watch people succeed and and, and have, not have a need for me as quickly as possible because that means I'm good at what I do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, and so many coaches are like, oh, you know, you have to work with me for a year, or you have to work with me for for, for so long. But I really want to just get people to success as quick as possible, and, and not in a kind of, you know, get it. I'll, I'll work with them for as long as they need, but I, I, yeah. I don't want people to be in pain for for and not reach them everything they can for for any longer than they have to. See, that's a really nice way of putting it. I think you don't want people to be in pain. I've never heard a life coach say that, or any kind of. Uh, co- I don't want people to be in pain. It's such a nice way of because of, people don't realize that it does cause all this anguish and yes when you're not in touch with yourself you, you you're, do, you're not doing it yeah that's great yeah, right. absolutely thank you very much phil uh really really appreciate that um 
uh, we'll say thank you very much to everyone that joined us today. I'll turn to thank the right you. camera. Thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know I look like I'm saying right to the right camera. Thank you very much to everyone that's joined us uh, in the chat today. It's been lovely having you. Um, this will be up as a podcast on Wednesday morning um, on all of the common podcast channels. And next week, we are going to be talking about eating disorders and living with them. So thank you very much again to Phil. You've been fantastic. It's been an absolutely good journey. Everyone you go too, check man. out Phil's website. Uh, I've been Chris PG as normal. And this has been the Mental Health Bar. Have a lovely night and I will see everyone Wednesday morning. Later.